0: Chapter 18, down by the sea, the crystal sea, where all of the redeemed shall be, where you and I, beloved, shall go. Our crimson robes washed white as snow in Christ's dear blood. What hymns of praise through countless ages we shall raise. There all our loved ones we shall see. Think what a meeting that will be down by the sea. From Songs by the Sea. Days lengthened into weeks, and weeks into months, and these in turn crept onward into years, and the duties and joys of heaven grew grew clear and dear with each passing hour. Our home life was perfect, though we looked forward with joy to the coming of our son and daughter to make its ties complete. We had often spoken of going together to the great celestial sea, but the time had never seemed quite ripe for so doing. We realized it was one of the great mysteries of heaven, although we knew not just what to expect, since there no one ever asks to forestall forestall sight by description. One evening I said to my brother, I have a strange desire to go to the sea, if you think it wise that we should do so. I'm glad that it is your desire to go, as it is mine to have you. I was about to propose that you and my brother should take together this blessed journey. Will you accompany us? Not at this time. We will all take it again together, but it is best that now you two should go alone. You know the way, through the forest that leads to the temple, till almost there, then bear to the right and follow the golden path that takes you direct to the shore. So, in the quivering light of the glorious morning, we started, full of a holy joy that together we might take this special journey. We entered and traversed the great forest where the golden light fell through the quivering branches overhead, and birds of gorgeous plumage and thrilling song were darting everywhere. We heard nearer and ever nearer, the regular dashing of the waves against the shore. And now there came to us bursts of triumphant song and the harmony of many instruments of music. At length, we emerged from the forest and stood mute and motionless before the overwhelming glory of the scene before us. Can I describe it as it appeared to me that day? Never until my lips can speak and your heart can understand the language of the royal courts above. From our very feet sloped downward toward the shore, a golden strand many hundred feet wide and extending on either hand far beyond the limits of our vision. This strand caught and radiated the morning light until wherever it was visible, it glittered and glimmered like the dust of diamonds and other precious stones. And the waves, as they came and went in ceaseless motion, caught up this sparkling sand and carried it on their crests, like the phosphorescence we sometimes see in the wake of a vessel in mid-ocean. And the sea, it spread out before us in a radiance that passes description in any language I have ever known. It was like the white glory that shone through the windows of the temple and beneath this shining glory we caught in the roll of the waves the blue tint of the waters of that sea which has no limit to its depths or bounds. Upon its shining bosom we saw in every direction boats representing all nations but in beauty of construction far surpassing anything earth has ever known. They were like great open pleasure barges and were filled with people looking with eager faces towards the shore, many in their eagerness standing erect and gazing with wistful expectant eyes into the faces of those upon the shore. Ah, the number of people upon the shore, numberless as the sands of the sea, they stood far as the eye could reach far as stretched the shore of that illimitable sea, a great mass of beautiful souls clad in the spotless garments of the redeemed. Many among them had golden harps and various instruments of music. And whenever a boat touched the shore and its inmates were welcomed by the glad voices and tender embraces of their beloved ones in the throng, the harps would be held aloft all of the golden instruments would sound, and the vast multitude would break forth into the triumphant song of victory over death and the grave. Do these people stand here always, I wonder, I said softly. Not the same people, said a radiant being near us, who had heard my question. But there is always a throng of people here, those who are expecting friends from the other life and those who assemble to share their joy. Some of the heavenly choristers also are always here, but not always the same ones. You will notice that most of those who arrive are led quietly away by their friends and many others are constantly joining the multitude. He passed onward toward the shore and left us wrapped in awe and wonder. We soon became deeply interested in watching the reunions and found ourselves joining with rapture in the glad songs of rejoicing. Now and then, a face we remembered to have seen on earth would be among the eager faces in the boats, but none that had especially been dear to us. Still, it made us notice more closely and sympathize more heartily with those who welcomed beloved friends. Now we would see a wife caught in the close embrace of a waiting husband. Now a little child with a glad cry would spring into the outstretched arms of the happy mother. Friend would clasp friend in glad reunion. And here an aged mother would be folded to the heart of a beloved child. As one boat of more than usual strength and beauty came riding gracefully over the waves, we observed the tall figure of a man standing near her prow with his arms about a graceful woman who stood by his side. Each shaded with uplifted hand from their dazzled eyes, the unwanted splendor and scanned wistfully and searchingly the faces of the crowd as the boat neared the shore. Suddenly, with a great thrill of joy surging through my being, I cried out, "'It is our precious son!' "'and his dear wife, and they have come together.' "'In an instant, we were swiftly moving through the throng "'that parted in ready sympathy to let us pass. "'And as the boat touched the shore, "'with a swift movement, they were both beside us. "'The dear daughter, already close, "'clasped to the hearts of her own happy parents "'who were waiting near the water's edge, "'while at the same instant, We felt the arms of our beloved son enfolding us. And soon thereafter, we were all in each other's embrace. Oh, what a rapturous moment that was. Our home life in heaven complete. No partings forever. As we stood with encircling arms, scarcely realizing the unexpected bliss, the heavenly choir broke into song. And with uplifted faces radiant with joy, eyes filled with happy tears, and voices trembling with emotion, we all joined in the glad anthem. Glory be unto the Father and unto the Son. Glory be unto the ever-blessed three-in-one. No more sorrow, no more parting, no more grief or pain. Christ has broken death's strong fetters. We are free again, heart to heart and hand to hand, Meet we on the golden strand. Glory, glory to the Father. Glory to the Son. Glory be unto the ever-blessed three in one. Alleluia. Amen. The song rose and swelled triumphantly as the vast multitude caught it up, and the surge of the waves made a deep undertone to the melody that increased its solemnity as with bowed heads and full hearts, we passed onward hand in hand, and the light that fell above us was pure, holier, more divine than it had ever been before. End of chapter 18.